Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Head to FanDuel, place your bets, your top parlays, all the picks, fanduel.com slash OK360. Glad you're with us. Outkick 360 on the Outkick OTT Network. We are live, about to get going for the VIP watch party that takes place here at 6th and Peabody in Nashville. Alongside Chad Withrow and Paul Koharski, I'm Jonathan Hutton. Clay Travis joins us, fresh off the slopes in Colorado. <laughs> I didn't get on the slopes. I don't do. Uh, I hit a tree about a decade ago uh, and decided that uh, that skiing and uh, snowboarding was not for me. My wife is outstanding at it, and uh, my kids are rapidly becoming uh, snow uh, snow geniuses, I guess, in some way. But yeah, we just got back from Utah last so night. You, you hang at the so lodge. What are you doing while they're doing? Uh, I pretty much work. That's what I do, no matter where <laughs> I am. Were, I heard you were told not to work. Uh, to some extent, yeah. I mean, I, I put in too many hours. I don't think there's you, any doubt. You, but were, you were pulled by a dog sled at one point, and you claimed that the dogs <laughs> oh, loved dogs it. The dogs loved. did love it. I mean, yeah. the dogs were really happy. Uh, I'd never been on a dog sled I thought sled that was before. a disclaimer for PETA. I talked to the dogs beforehand, and they loved the dogs it. I promise that this is not a bred for it. I will tell you that they were ecstatic. They looked like they were having fun. Underway. They yeah. really did. And uh, and it was a lot of fun. I'm watching this uh, this feed. This is a really good job that they've done setting you guys up. and. Uh, just reminding everybody that uh, at 11, right, the doors officially open for everybody. At 10, the Outkick VIPs get in. We're going to do uh, a meet and greet here in just a little bit. So I'm excited about that. Obviously excited about the NCAA tournament being back after two years of absence. And, uh, and I can't wait to uh, start to have a little bit of uh, Las Vegas feel for the city of Nashville and the state of Tennessee in terms of just being able to bet on any game at any point in time. Who should people be betting the farm on? Uh, I would take Oregon State. It's my favorite bet of the day, plus eight and a half. I think it's up to uh, fanduel.com slash clay. You get $50 free bet if you're in the state of Tennessee clay right now. Clay is a noted Rick Barnes hater. I just, I, I just don't have any faith in this Tennessee offense to consistently be able to score. And if you can't, uh, if I feel like there's going to be a five or six minute drought, I don't know how you don't take Oregon State with an opportunity to, uh, to cover that number. We'll actually be live doing Fox Bet Live during that game which is just brutal if somebody really cares about uh, obviously i want tennessee to win but i love uh, that play in terms of uh, getting that bet in on uh, oregon state i see i i look at that game oregon state preseason picked last yeah. in their conference they heat up at the right time and they win yeah tennessee i, I thought got going again though like i guard playing defense that's what everyone preaches in the tournament tennessee can play that style i don't know if they have a point guard uh, and that's my, biggest, uh, that's my biggest concern for Tennessee because I think the reason why the offense disappears at times is they don't have somebody who can efficiently get them into the offense. Santiago Vascovi uh, is a good, I think, kind of off-ball player at times. I don't think he's proven that he can be a high-caliber point guard. DJ Bailey's not a point guard. Yeah, at all. Josiah Jordan-James is their best point guard in, in and they tried time because they, he just gets the ball to court. They tried to give the ball to Keon Johnson and give him a chance to make plays, but he just turns the ball over too much. Um, and so I think Springer and Johnson can get hot. I'm sure they will at some point make some tough mid-range jumpers. 
Uh, they're not outside shooters, and uh, ultimately, uh, I think that Oregon State will cover. I think Tennessee will find a way to win, uh, and I'm curious to see what would happen potentially against Oklahoma State in the next round, uh, but that, uh, that's where I would go as my favorite pick. How many one seeds do you have in your final four? Uh, I brought my bracket in here because i got to get my picks in. I've got three, which is pretty boring. Same. But, Me too. Um, Me too. But I think if you look, and I've got Florida State as kind of the uh, the outlier there. Clay, you and I have the same final four. Oh, that's, uh, that's <laughs> I have Florida State, and uh, that's surprised that, yeah, Who's that's, surprised that Chad would copy? Uh, once again, uh, though, just like me. we didn't check each other on yeah. the, the parlays today, I had no idea. Clay just now filled us out, but I have the same yeah, final suspect. four. Yeah, you know. What, what I would say in general is we've seen so far in the world of sports, everybody uh, thought maybe the COVID stuff was going to create chaos. Instead, the best teams have typically ended up being yeah. even more reliable bets than they would have been in past. I mean, you think about the Dodgers, best team in major leagues. They win the World Series. Uh, the uh, Whether Bucks. you love or hate LeBron James. The Lakers. Lakers are the best team and certainly the best leader. Uh, the Bucks have the best leader in the history of the NFL and the best quarterback in the history of the NFL going up against the best current team, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Bucks found a way to win at home. Uh, you've got the, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who were the best team in the NHL, and clearly Alabama Crimson Tide, who were the best team in uh, college football. And all of those teams, I feel like, found a way to win. And I think discipline has mattered more than it ordinarily would. We'll see whether that ends up being the case. But honestly, I think if the Zags go on and win, uh, it's one of the great stories in the history of college basketball, and I feel like it's so underrated that they could finish 32-0, and same record as 76 Indiana Hoosiers. Is it, I mean, how uncommon is it that the number one overall seed in a tournament is the fan favorite, right? Uh, I, Everyone loves Mark Few. Yeah. It would be the first undefeated team since you mentioned since Indiana. In 76. And it's Gonzaga. And it should be a monster story, and I feel like it's kind of slid under the radar a bit because the West Coast Conference – doesn't have a lot of big games. BYU is the only other really ascendant team in that conference right now. And those games are played so late on the West Coast that a lot of times East Coast media or people waking up in the majority of the country, um, I think the stat is, it's kind of a crazy stat, 80% of people live in the Eastern time zone or in the, uh, in the Central time zone. And so it makes sense a lot of times when you see these West Coast teams argue, hey, we're being overlooked. Yeah, that's accurate. You are, because a lot of people go to bed. East Coast bias isn't hating the West Coast. It's just people go to bed. Yeah, and, le and unless you hate Jesuits for some reason, <laughs> yeah. no one hates Gonzaga. That's right. So everyone's all in on Gonzaga for that's that right. reason. It's not like a Duke or Kentucky where you hate them. So I'm all in on the Zags this year also. Clay, are you pleased with uh, your hire through one week? Yeah, so look, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just excited about all the things that are going on at OutKick on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, one reason why I work so many hours uh, is because there's so many different things going on. I'm kind of wearing multiple hats where I do three hours of radio. I've got the daily television show. I usually do the Periscope and the Facebook show. Uh, that's roughly, you know, whatever it is, five hours almost of live content that I put out every single day. And then uh, we manage a lot more. But the OutKick audience is, uh, is just massive. Um, sports gambling is such a positive overall sort of, I would say, jet fuel on the growth of the company in general. Uh, there are 10 states that have sports gambling right now, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, uh, West Virginia, Colorado, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, Tennessee, Michigan, and Virginia. I think I just hit them all. And already I can see, and I bet you guys can see, I'm sure Paul can because he's covered uh, sports for a long time, what I said and have believed for a long time is there's basically been a couple of transformative events in most of our lives that have changed the way we write, talk, and cover sports. One was cable, because for people out there who might be watching this or listening to this, when you were young, you might have to go to the newspaper or you might have to go to the radio to actually listen to, uh, to see who won a game. And that's almost crazy for anybody who's a kid today. 
Uh, and I think the second one is fantasy sports because a lot of people talk about the NFL and the new television deal that they just signed officially announced yesterday. That was what changed the NFL trajectory forever because instead of just caring about your favorite team, now you had a reason to care about every game, players in every game. And I think sports gambling is the third. So I think, and I'm not sure that there's ever going to be another one in my life. I guess you could argue streaming as Amazon now has got Thursday night football. But I think the three things that have changed sports the most in my life, rise of cable, uh, the uh, uh, fantasy sports, and now sports gambling. And I think what you're going to see with sports gambling is it's going to have a truly transformative effect in the way that people cover sports uh, and in the integration of the game itself um, in, in terms of uh, how people are gambling and everything else. We're going to see the networks embrace it a lot more time. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, Fox Sports just got uh, exclusive, uh, you know, large partnership with NFL, like every NFL team has done it. And I think uh, here in Nashville, uh, where we are, the Titans partnership with MGM had a massive impact on their overall uh, share of the audience. Um, and uh, I, I think every individual team is going to have their own deal. And I just, I really do think that it is going to be, um, it's going to be amazing to watch the way that that gets integrated to the extent that I think there will soon be opportunities uh, to watch games entirely from a gambling perspective, uh, where instead of sitting down and hearing the voice of God, so to speak, of these Tony Romos and Jim Nances calling games, I think you'll be able to, uh, to sit down and watch a streamed version of the game that's entirely focused on gambling. Clay, you have a mailbag every week. Yeah. It's very popular at OutKick. I want to do sort of an, an on-air version of the mailbag of frequently asked questions we get about our show yeah. and about OutKick. Okay? Yeah. Um, OutKick VIPs. Yeah. You're hosting a VIP event coming up here in, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Here at uh, 6 and Peabody at 10 a.m. Uh, a lot of people were thinking, oh, we have to pay to be a VIP to watch your show or hear your show, no. which they don't have to. Explain the VIP program and the perks that come with it, like an event like today. Yeah, well, I mean, look, one of the ways, there are many different ways that a company can make, uh, can make money today. Uh, one of the ones that I think is going to become more and more popular is doing events. And obviously, COVID has messed up that in a big way. But if you want to be able to come and have exclusive access to people who work at OutKick, if you want to be able to comment on our articles, call into my radio show and maybe also setting it up where you can uh, call in on your show in the near future, uh, if you want to be able to come to these events, uh, all of those things are all rolled into the VIP package. And I think increasingly we will put more and more things behind the VIP wall as we are continuing to add more and more talent and more and more people. Um, and I think it's a pretty incredible value given all of those propositions. Um, and, uh, and so it's a substantial part of our business for people who are the most diehard of the OutKick community. And right now, I think you get an autographed copy of my book. Uh, as a part of that, we have monthly subscriptions, we have yearly subscriptions. And uh, I think that has been uh, something that people are really enjoying. Also an OutKick VIP message board where people can interact uh, with each other. So. To me, I mean, we're not ever going to be the athletic, which puts basically everything behind a paywall. I don't believe in that, but I do think that we can be a uh, we can be a place where we're going to do live events. I mean, just me uh, for the VIPs. I've done events, and again, most of this is pre-COVID. But we did Washington D.C., we did L.A., we did Houston, we did Atlanta, we did uh, obviously Nashville, Memphis, Birmingham. Uh, and, and probably more New York City, Vegas. like all the Vegas, all those places we've had events where people could come and hang out. And uh, I think they're going to get bigger night. and better. And last night we had an award we gave away 
I think something like 10 or 20,000 people signed up to try to win dinner uh, with, uh, with, with me uh, and you guys, and uh, we had a good time uh, at the Great dinner time. last night. So right now we're starting out as a two-hour show. It's, it's going to eventually yeah. grow. What was your vision with this and, and how things will grow? Well, what I want to do, so this, this may be a crazy idea, but when I started OutKick, I didn't really ever conceive of us being able to compete in the opinion space with everybody. But I think what is happening, if you look at the, sorry, I talked about the technological trajectory of sports and the three big events that are going on. A fourth that I would add, and this isn't unique to sports, however, is the, the, the decline of the cable and satellite bundle, which obviously is going to have a big impact on sports in general. But streaming and television are basically coming together. And so what I think is going to happen as streaming and television come together is there isn't really an advantage for an ESPN when it comes to sports opinion. Now, they're going to have the rights. They're going to pay $2 billion for the NFL or CBS or everybody else. But to me, there's no reason why OutKick can't be every bit as compelling when it comes to sports opinion from 6 a.m. in the morning to 7 p.m. on the East Coast uh, when there are no games being played. So I think uh, my strategy is for us to build out a you know, potentially 13-hour live daily, Monday to Friday, maybe eventually expanding into the weekends before the games kick off. Not while the games themselves are necessarily going on, but while everybody is talking about the games. And, and also, you know, look, OutKick is a sports and opinion site. So we learned, I think pretty easily, the audience that likes me doesn't really care what I'm talking about. They want to hear my take on the world. I mean, our audience exploded when there were no sports for three months. So I think there's a desperate craving out there for a non-ESPN voice in the opinion space. And so I think OutKick can be, in many ways, that voice. We're thrilled for the expansion. Yeah, look, I mean... People, I mean, honestly, Clay, people thought when we started on Monday, like, that's the polished, finished product. And yeah. The reminder is, this is the launching pad what, for where we're going. What I always say is, uh, you know, perfection is the enemy of good. And I think that's a stolen quote from Mark Zuckerberg when they were doing Facebook. But if you sit around trying to make something perfect, then you never actually do it. And so what I would do, like to do is, you know, break things and move fast. And if something works add more steam to it. If it fails, okay, like we can iterate quickly. Um, and, I, and I think the advantage of being uh, the size of an OutKick company is you know, we're a speedboat. And some people are more comfortable on aircraft carriers. That's fine. I understand. But an aircraft carrier has to make really far in advance decisions in order to adjust the direction in which it's going. A speedboat can zoom around an aircraft carrier and make really quick, adroit decisions. And I think that's what OutKick is able to do in the sports media landscape in a way, frankly, that a lot of other companies can't. Well, you work with good people because we came into this expecting a lot more speed bumps well, uh, in, I'm the, sure in the first week. And look, nothing's perfect, but I mean, I think our setup here today at Old Smokey yeah. looks great. Our setup in studio looks great. We've been on air when we're right. supposed to be on air. It's, you know, it's gone off from that respect, flawless. So that's, yeah, that's so, a good start in, in, the, in that regard. Some people would say, you know, I, I think we were talking last night. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by the concept of the adjacent possible, right? Like I was, we were at dinner talking about like, well, how do you decide what to do next? And I think when you have some success, your adjacent possible expands. So when I started OutKick almost a decade ago, the idea that you could do an all-day video streaming podcast uh, audio universe was crazy, right? I didn't have that ability. I could sit down and write articles and hopefully be entertaining at OutKick. Well, as we've grown, 
Now I think our adjacent possible has become so much more substantial in that respect. And so the idea of being able to have somebody sit down and say, hey, I'd rather watch OutKick today than watch ESPN, I think that's a reality. You know, it's not like we're going to have necessarily millions of people, but ESPN doesn't have millions of people during the day. Yep. You know, I mean, a lot of that stuff I think is going to fade, and I would rather be in the streaming space than I would in the cable space right now. And the other thing is giving people so many different ways to listen, right? Uh, when I started, when I did local radio, one of the things that was unique is they could hear you, but then it vanished forever. Like there's almost no tape, right? And now people have gotten to the point where they're like my kids. They expect any show that's ever been made in the history of mankind to be available to them at that exact moment. And so I think what we're starting to do is, hey, you can find us on audio. You can find us on video. You can watch us live. You can go back and watch us uh, streamed you know, at later hours in your house. Um, and so uh, I just think that's an imp incredibly compelling value proposition because it gives the consumer the choice of how to, how to ex enjoy and experience a product. And radio is going to be a part of this also. Yeah. With us. I mean, I think, again, there will be every possible way that you can imagine to consume your show, my show, any shows that are out there that we're doing, uh, we will have that ability. Clay Travis. Check out Outkick the Show, which is what returns today, or are you doing that? No, next no, week? I'll come back on because the games Monday. are going on. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I've got a, we're doing this event, and then I got to get back out. I've got a couple of meetings. I mean, one of the challenges of my uh, my schedule now is trying to balance. Everything. You will be live on FS1 today, though. Yeah, yeah, we got TV, so, so I'll be live so from three to three thirty Central. How torn are you, UT wise, rooting for your team versus the bet? Uh, I mean, I would if I lose, you know the money that I bet on Oregon State uh, to cover the eight and a half, I'll be like the best money I spent, <laughs> right? I mean, so, I mean, I think there's a, I think there's emotional hedging that goes on sometimes when people yeah. really care because- It's hedging it, your happiness. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, if you told me right now, hey, how much would you spend for, of your cash for Tennessee to make a final four run this year? I'd probably cut a check to charity for a hundred grand right now. Like that's how much it would be worth to me for all the time that I've spent 40 years or whatever of rooting for the University of Tennessee, I would right now, I think, cut a check for $100,000 if you told me Tennessee will go to the Final Four. And that look, there are people who make infinitely more money than me. Uh, I've always thought this is kind of funny. And, and uh, you know, when they had discovered oil in Texas, uh, so like some people are like Bill Gates, I'm going to eradicate malaria, right? Bill Gates makes all that money, goes into uh, trying to make the world a better place, pours all his resources into that. The Texas oil guys were just like, we're going to have the best damn high school football team ever. <laughs> and we're going to, you know, that's sort of the story of SMU, right? And we're going to buy every player we possibly can. So it is funny to me to think about when sudden wealth arise, or arrives how some people respond it's like to the it. The T Boone's picking approach, right? At Oklahoma. You just State. get fil filthy rich and joy. your universe, even though you have these billions of dollars, is still like, hey, this is the high school I root for. This is the uh, it's very parochial and provincial in that respect. And so one guy, Bill Gates, is trying to cure malaria and in the swack, they were just like, We're buying every good player <laughs> there is. Yeah. Somebody get, get Eric Dickerson get, on the get, line. Yeah, get a hundred grand get for me. Him. I'm buying a Corvette dealership, so we never have to worry about players for the rest of all time. So uh, there's a little bit of that, I think. Uh, if I ever had a billion dollars, I'd probably pay for a lot of players. <laughs> hey man, thanks thanks for uh, 
I'll kick 360. I'm excited for this. It's been a great debut week for us, at least from our vantage point. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys are standing up, by the way. I would definitely want to be sitting down. That is. Well, there was a crotch. There's a crotch shot in the other studio. If you you really want to see us sitting down, it's quite the angle. For a man, it's much more natural to stand and not sit. There's no real comfortable way for a man to sit on camera. I'm very good at sitting. Some people are like, I want a standing desk. You know, that's like been trendy or whatever else. Like, I would always prefer. Yeah, I would always prefer to sit. Uh, but anyway, so uh, people can come out at 11. This place opens up for everybody. That's right. Uh, and you guys are going. How long are you staying? Are you watching the Tennessee game? All day. The Tennessee 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 game. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah, the Tennessee yep. game is at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central here. Uh, and so I'll be doing my television show while that Tennessee game is on. But then I'm going to come back afterwards, and I'll be here for a few hours uh, after this. I'm going to go talk to the VIPs now. Enjoy. All right, boys, knock it out. I'll That's see you. Well, Travis yeah. has been with us on Outkick 360. We're going to wrap up the hour and then we get to the Tennessee Power Hour. We're going to talk Tennessee Volunteers and the matchup against Oregon State. We get into a variety of topics with the Titans as well and we get you set on all of the SEC matchups throughout the opening round of the tournament. It's all straight ahead on Outkick 360.